Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Zing This. I'm... I have the power! Zinger. And I'm Ellie. <laughs> I'm... Battle Ellie? Battle Ellie? That's what you're gonna go with? <laughs> sure. I wasn't sure... <laughs> I wasn't sure if the connection got lost or, I was... <laughs> or if but, there was actually a confused pause. Yes. You got me, Bergman, Berg in place of Beast. It doesn't work quite as well as I wanted it to, but you know. Ah, uh, yes, of course. So if you haven't, <laughs> it's better than Battle Ellie. So you could have been Evil Ellie. I could have been that. Is that would have been fitting? Or you could have been Elio instead of Orko. Oh, Oreo? Oreo? Okay. <laughs> On that note, I'm sure you've read the title of this episode and probably are like, oh, well, I mean, they're obviously going to be talking about the, um, oh my gosh, how am I forgetting what year that movie came out in? The Dolph Lundgren one? That was in, is in the 80s, that's all I know. Okay, I'm, I'm going to find out exactly when now because I need to. But uh, no, we're talking about, of course, the new Netflix series. He, I mean, uh, sorry, Masters of the Universe Revelations. So, before we get into this, um, just throwing this out there, did anyone have any previous knowledge and/or experiences with the original show, or have any like deep-seated connections to it? La, I'm gonna look at you first for this one. I mean, I watched. I watched He-Man and She-Ra when I was a kid. Now, I was not a fanatic to where I could, like, you know, <laughs> in this year, in this episode, and blah, yeah, so I couldn't do anything like that. But I did watch it when it was first out. All right. Eric, what about you? Uh, so, I remember growing as a kid born in the, in the mid-'80s, uh, and I remember it. And so, I mean, the original re release, I actually pulled it up here. It premiered September 5th, 1983. That's just four months before I was born. Uh, and the original series ended on November 21st, 1985, two months short of my uh, second birthday. So I remember watching it in syndication and like friends who had older siblings who were more into it. I kind of had my connection through that. And I mean, I remember of course like playing he-man but i don't really have a it was on its way out whereas like ninja turtles were coming in about the time that i would have been like into he-man if i'd been a few years older so um so i so i know i know the characters i know kind of the basic premise ish but like for the most part i don't have like i'm not a fanatic uh, or like nuts about it or anything like that uh as for me uh the Live-action movie came out a year after I was born, so there's a kind of a hint at that. I will not say the year now to not make myself look as drastically young as I am. Uh, <laughs> I kind of got into it thanks oh my to my older brother having toys and stuff. I vaguely remember bits and pieces of like watching the show, but I kind of uh, went more towards like Transformers and Voltron for me. <clears throat> But it's it's he, he man's been something like in the I guess nerd lexicon of like it's existed, but it's never had a really good follow up to the original series. I mean, 
to the best of my knowledge. Like I said, we are going at this as pure, like, not super into this show. So I wanted to establish that because we've got, like, the 2002 series, He-Man, Masters of the Universe. And then there was another one that came out, I think, too. The New Adventures of He-Man from yes. in the fall of 1990. And then technically... The other Netflix series from DreamWorks, uh, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, technically is a spinoff of He-Man, and apparently they've made comments that they wouldn't mind doing like a Christmas special or something with the two universes, which I don't know how that would work. Especially because of the very drastic difference in art style. Yes, and difference completely in tone and material covered. So, um... On that note, we will now go back to... He- so I keep on wanting to say He-Man, Master of the Universe Revelations, but it's just uh, Master of the Universe Revelations. So this was developed by Kevin Smith, who... um, Where is my meter right now for Kevin Smith? Where's everyone else's? Because mine's kind of lukewarm to just kind of meh. Ellie, what about you? Where's your meter with Kevin Smith? Um, can you explain your question, though? Like, in what reference? Well, Kevin Smith over the years has done some weird stuff. Some people are completely on board for everything he's done. Uh, So, like, as in far as how much you like his stuff? Yes, at the moment. Because I I feel, I mean, maybe this is just me. I feel I have an ebb and flow with how much I like or... I don't, like, hate Kevin Smith, but it's kind of like if I hear, Oh, Kevin Smith's working on this. My response will be kind of either, Oh, that's awesome, or, Oh, okay. Okay, that's what I just was making sure you were talking about either your like of his works mm-hmm. or more of the do you like the knowledge? Like, do you know what he's done? That's yeah. that's what I, I mean. I've got the list in front of me. We can go through it real quick okay. to pad this out a little bit. Eric, are, are you cool with going through it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'm doing direct stuff he has directed because he's directed every one of these, he's written. All but one of them, and I will mention the one that he has not written. Of course, he started out back in 94 with Clerks, followed up with Mallrats, followed up with Chasing Amy, followed by Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, which was kind of the quote-unquote end of the Jay and Silent Bob movies. Quote-unquote. That was back in 2001. Followed up by Jersey Girl, which was... (laughs) Followed up by Clerks (laughs) 2, which was the continuation, of course, to the Jay and Silent Bob series. Uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Uh, Cop Out, which is the one he did not write, and apparently was the one that he did for, like, the studio. Like, the studio's like, we want you to do this, and it did not go well, allegedly. Uh, Red State, Tusk, Yoga Hosiers, Jane Sound Bob reboot, which is, once again, going to that Jane Sound Bob well. Uh, Kilroy was here, and a announced, but not done yet, Clerks 3. Oh, and um, Kilroy was here is still in post-production. So, with that rundown running from the great year of 1994 all the way up until this very year, that's his film stuff. He's done TV shows and other things as well. I'm yeah, not going to get into... Yeah, I know you th- talked about the, the TV show of the Clerks. Yes, there was yes. an animated version of Clerks. He has also done numerous roles of him doing voiceover, him just being, Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. Right. <laughs> On such shows such as Shocker to Nobody, Big Bang Theory. Because, <laughs> I mean, why not? But, um, oh, and I think he's also written some of the Flash episodes, too. Oh, 
okay. Yeah, and he's he's directed some Supergirl, I believe. Uh, you are correct. He's directed one, two, three, four episodes of Supergirl. Um, and has he done it? I feel like he's done some of the, maybe he's done some of the other CW DC stuff, but I feel wrong. he's been involved in it. Yeah. I was going to say, I definitely know he's been involved with Supergirl stuff. Cause even though I, I haven't really watched Supergirl much beyond the first, like half of the first season, maybe I, I think I follow her the actress who plays her plus kevin smith and i think they've, i've seen him pop up before that they've been working together so there's some sort of thing going on so yeah so i mean that's that, that's kind of where i land so i guess to, to sum it up i'll go with you ellie yay nay kevin smith career um so film wise there's only been a handful that i've really cared for not that i dislike his stuff overall, but just not my style, I guess would be the best way to put it. Okay. Um, we won't make you defend that statement in a moment. I, I will, but I don't have to. Noted. Um, yes. And, um, as far as like the actual, like TV shows, that kind of thing. I like it when he gets more into his just doing existing stuff and directing like the comic book, episodes mm-hmm. of supergirl and that kind of thing like i like i like that part because he is such a comic book nerd yeah um but his like independent stuff i don't care for as much except for um mall rats and dogma mm-hmm. um <sighs> chasing amy is meh it's okay product of its time i just it's I've watched it and it's okay, but but I would say my most notable is I absolutely love Dogma, and Mall, Rat, Mall Rats was a pretty good pretty good time. All right, looking at you, Eric. What about you? Where does your meter lie with um, Kevin Smith during this I, record? I like Kevin Smith. Um, now that said, I I like all his the Viewisk universe, mm-hmm. Jay and Silent Bob continuity. That stuff, like that's what I've really seen. I as you were listening everything I was like honestly I think of all the things that weren't considered part of that universe I think Jersey Girl might be the only one I've seen like I've not seen Tusk mm-hmm. I haven't seen Yoga Hosers I haven't seen a lot of those movies so um I've heard Tusk is great and mm-hmm. everything like that but overall like I like the Viewers universe stuff I think it's really funny uh, I'm excited for Clerks 3 uh coming I believe next year I know he's been talking on social media about they're like in the middle of production of that right now. Yes. Um, and like, yeah, like I said, Dogma is like my favorite. It's my favorite Kevin Smith movie. And I, I would personally say Chasing Amy is his best movie. Um, not my favorite, but his best. Um, but I would say it's like my second or third favorite. Um, I like him overall. And just as a person, I like him overall. And I just I think he is funny. And so if I see his name attached to something, I at the very least kind of like if i'm not like jumping at it i'm at the very least like i need to tuck that back for later to try and catch that at some point which obviously i have a bunch of movies to catch up on but um like when they put jane silent bob reboot on um i think it was the amazon where that went to i was immediately like oh gotta watch that and i watched it i loved it that was great i still have not seen that one i need to see it it's pretty funny um highly recommended 
I, I will definitely check that out then at some point. No, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I know I've said stuff about Kevin Smith in the past on this show or on other stuff or just in general. I have nothing against the guy. Like, honestly, I'd love to meet him. But I, at the same time, I think my only thing against him is he's living out, I think, every nerd's dream. <laughs> and that's maybe where my kind of slight irritation comes from. Here's here's my thing. His Jane Son Bob stuff solid. Dogma is hands down one of my favorite movies yeah, of all time. Yeah, I love Dogma. Yeah. Like not even just of his, like I, yeah. yeah, like yeah, overall. It's, it's, yeah. it's fantastically done. I I've seen Jersey Girl, I've seen Cop Out, I've seen a good chunk of Red State. I just I I don't know. I feel he works really well in his stuff. Also, when I got introduced to Jay and Silent Bob, I was like right out of high school doing college stuff and it was like it hit me in the right spot at the right time dogma's one i can watch at any time chasing amy uh and clerks sort of hit me more as like uh i feel like i'm in my low 20s again <laughs> watching these uh mall rats doesn't have that effect and neither does jay and silent bob with me and also the clerks animated series is just phenomenal and is a truly underrated gem which I just feel I need to mention. Um, Clerks 2, once again, it was it was fine. I, I don't know. I just I just have this weird relationship where I think the reason I get irritated with Kevin Smith's stuff sometimes is I'm like, he's doing exactly what I want to do with my life. Make super nerdy movies and get to write on 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 The Flash and Supergirl and, and get to hang out with cool people like Mark Hamill. So <laughs> I, I guess that's where, where it lands. So seeing him attached to this, I was sort of kind of, Shrugged because I'm like I'm I'm okay with He Man I'm okay with Kevin Smith let's see what gritty new interpretation he's gonna do with this and um five episodes of the first part of this new series I was disappointed with the fact I only had five episodes that was that's that's where I'm at with this series. I was about ready to tear into you. Okay. I, I was disappointed that I only had five episodes, especially the way episode five ends. Yes. So there's where there there's where I landed with this series. Just Let's get into it. Okay, Ellie, where did you land with this series? I I want part two. Okay. Um. Not that I was stalling, but you came to me yesterday. And, and reminded you, like, you the record was tomorrow <laughs> for this. You were, Well, we're so used to recording on Sundays. So uh, you were like, oh, we got to record tomorrow, remember? And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it. And I full-heartedly planned on watching a couple episodes, taking a break, maybe, you know, today in the morning, watch a couple and finish up, you know, close to... But man, I started it and I just went through the whole five episodes in one sit through. I super excited. So I you 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 enjoyed it. You're ready for more. I'm all I'm all in. All right. Yes. What about you, Eric? So going in, I started it a little bit later. I didn't start it like the day it came out, and I know a lot of people were bitching and complaining about it, and it wasn't what it was going to be, and oh, this is terrible, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, what's so bad about it? And so I started it. And I think not having any sort of real strong attachment to He-Man made me really, really, really like it. 
All right. I I think because that's why I wanted to say the thing earlier about what was your attachment to this to this character prior to this, because none of us have a deep well of an attachment to this character. So I think since we know the quote unquote premise, and that's about it. I mean, if I remember correctly, it's it's like if I go back and watch Gen One Transformers, it's garbage. I love watching it, but it is just the silliest storylines possible. Nothing makes sense, and it was just a cartoon to sell toys. Sure. Saying that, the 1986 movie is a masterpiece, and we oh, should do another God, episode discussing it. But, but that was what this was. It was just they all the characters came out of the same exact mold. They looked exactly the same. And once again, to call back to Ellie's um, discussion on secret identities that did nothing, Prince Adam and He-Man are the same body type, toy, and character. In not this, in this however, show. Yeah, I was going to say, not in this version. So, Which made me very happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if you guys don't mind, um, one, spoiler alert, two, I'm going to go through like the first episode because episode one basically is... Like, boilerplate, it's a He-Man story. Yeah. Skeletor's attacking uh, Skull, wanting to get the power within, or some kind of mumbo-jumbo stuff. Yeah. He-Man goes to stop him, but then they both die? Question mark? <laughs> and then we're left a non-disclosed... Well, as much as you can die in a fantasy cartoon. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Then it jumps to several years later, I guess, or a time later, where magic is basically non almost non-existent, and we're picking up with all the characters, especially focusing on Tila, who, I mean, once again, just characters. I know the names. I know that they're I my brother had action figures of these characters and stuff, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm down for whatever's going on here. And the next five episodes are them trying to bring magic back to Eternia. So... Well, sorry. Next four episodes. I mean, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that were either fans of the original show or um, that maybe didn't have a huge knowledge of the inner workings of episode by episode and the lore and everything... I that, that that show has to have the weirdest lore possible because I just <laughs> just from knowing just weird stuff in that show I'm like you cannot take this seriously can you this being said by someone who once again thinks that the 86 Transformers movie is like law and one of the best films ever made <laughs> I have to preface that numerous times or Ellie will yell at me um but a lot of people were upset that this was a um quote unquote, even though it's not in the name, this is a He-Man show, and they were like, oh, bra 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 He-Man. Well, He-Man is in every, every episode. It's just, you know, flashbacks, you know, people looking back. But everyone knows who He-Man is. I like the way this had a perspective of, you know, before we really dive in and get into it, let's kind of get to know the supporting cast a little bit better. So I really did like that approach and how they did that. I like. I too. agree completely with that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because exactly, you know, you know who He Man is. I mean, it's basically like saying you know who Superman is. Like sometimes I want to know who like some of the sidekicks or lesser known heroes or whatever are, and that's kind of what this was. Like I, I liked seeing them 
get their time to shine. Uh, and then not only that, but like seeing some of the villains come over and kind of work with the heroes and seeing that, hey, they're not these. Because I think the 80s especially had a very, um, it was like evil for the sake of being evil. I mean, her name is Evil Lynn. And they even make a joke about that <laughs> in the show. And it's like, her name's evil. It's like, come on. And it's like, you know, I think they gave a little more uh, dimension to all of the, the villains who, well, most of the villains who uh, were there. So I liked that we were getting to focus on them more. And, mm-hmm. and He-Man was kind of more of a, of a background player. I, I like that too. Um, so just going in, I mean, guess getting into this, who's everyone's favorite character from this, from the show? I had several. Okay. Um, I, I didn't say you had to pick one. But you have to pick one now. Okay. I'm joking. Pick however many oh, you want. Oh, okay. Um, I, Tila was probably my least favorite character. Really? Um, I, what do you have a sense against Sarah Michelle Gellar? I mean, I love Sarah Michelle Gellar, and I think we should dive into the cast in a little bit. Oh, it there, is a, it's, it's this a is a phenomenal cast. cast. Yes. And yes. I want to point this out now before someone jumps on us for not saying it. Phenomenal score. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The music was so good. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I feel like Tila is... I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. Just typical, generic... Um, power woman kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't feel like there was much depth to her. She was whiny and complaining about, oh, whoa, they kept a secret from me and I'm going to be mad at my daddy and mad at He-Man and everybody. And not He-Man, really. Actually, Prince Adam. He-Man's okay. I'm mad at Prince Adam. So, I, I mean, she was okay. But uh, <laughs> so I really liked Orko. I'm going to be honest with you. I was sitting on my couch bawling. <laughs> How did I miss this part? <laughs> Our one daughter looks over at me and she was like, oh my God. <laughs> but um, that was really, I mean, I'm sorry, but that was pretty emotional. And mm-hmm. um, I thought it was great character development for him. And he really, that that last scene before he, I mean... I'm sure we'll see him again later on, but I'm just saying for for this part one, episodes five episodes in, um, I loved his final battle. I mean, just how much he grew over just a few episodes, and when he believed in himself, it was really really cool. So I thought his character loved it. Um, I kind of liked Evil Lynn. I thought she was kind of fun. I want to talk about her character development and how it's basically almost non-existent and negated at the end of the end, end of episode five. Right. I mean, they really suck you in and you think, you know, oh my God, is she really going to be like, but I feel like we're not, that's not the end of that. I oh, feel yeah. like she's doing it just because she feels she has to. I don't know. I, I feel like I the second she was able to go back to Skeletor, she was like, oh, I'm good. Because I don't even though she like, made those comments the entire time. How about she wanted to be her own? Yes. You know, she she didn't need somebody else. She she wanted to raise to power herself. I feel like she felt at that moment in time there really wasn't anything else she could do. She had to do that because yeah. I, I don't know. I think there's more to her. Um, but I thought she was just kind of funny. She's very witty. Like her little little whips and little liners in there, I thought were pretty fun. Um, and I loved, uh, I forgot his name. I'm sorry. The robot that Tila's dad made. 
Oh, um, Roboto. <laughs> I, I liked him, too. Voiced by Justin Long, <laughs> by the way. I, I liked him, too. He was really fun, and when they used him as, like, the forge, the power yeah. of the forge. Uh, so those... Just just quickly off the top of my head, those are the three I, I really did enjoy in the first five episodes. <laughs> All right. Berg, what about you? I have to laugh because my part's going to be really short because not only were the, those the three characters I was going to talk about, <laughs> Ellie said legitimately everything I was going to say. So, I'm like, so that was it. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That, that's my section right there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, See, everybody always says that you and Zinger look alike. I guess we share the same mind. We. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's true. Uh, I will say. Uh, so just just to, just to flesh that a little bit more. Because seriously, I was like, okay, I was like, all right, she hit Orca. Okay, well, I guess I'll talk about. Oh, there, there goes Evil Lynn. All right, well, at least I can go to and there's Roboto. <laughs> uh, but no, okay. So um, I loved. I mean. Even though he wasn't in it much, uh, Mark Hamill as Skeletor was fantastic as oh, yeah. to be expected. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of the time I was sitting there and I could tell he was channeling the Joker uh, from Batman animated series, but I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, it just has that same just evil for the sake of being evil over the top. And that's what I want Mark Hamill to do when he voices uh, a character. So I, I loved uh, I loved his performance, and I am very, especially with how it ended, I am very excited to hopefully see him in a larger role uh, for the next uh, the next chunk of episodes that we get, and I think we will. Um, and you know what? I like Beast Man. I like Beast Man. I loved how he was still just as brutish as I remember him being from the the, um, the show. But again, it's that whole he was putting aside his differences with the heroes, and uh, I liked him kind of teaming up with with them as well. So I thought he was. He was a fun character as well. So, uh, oh, actually, I did like and is what was her name? The new character is that Eilina? Was it Eilina? Sorry, I've completely like the one. On the that. one who was going along with um, with with Tila. Um, why was that her? Why I, am is it, is it automatically pulling up like not what I'm looking for? Universe Revelations. Wait, it's showing pictures of the sorceress of Grayskull. Maybe that's who it was. Well, then who was the who was the character who like, I can't, see? I don't even remember her name. Wasn't it Andra or something? Andra? Yeah. Was she a, was she a new character? She is a new character, and I've heard people say that there's that. Well, Kevin Smith say in interviews that there's something going on with her. A N D R A Andra. Yes. Yeah. Okay. She was so on Wikipedia, like she's so far down on the list, and yeah. which shocked me because I was like, "Why you were like one of the main characters along with Tila in this whole thing?" I thought she was cool. I liked how, uh, whereas Tila was the whole very like, she was so reminiscent of, she was the reflection of the '80s uh, way that these kind of shows were presented. And I think she was kind of the voice of the 2020s, kind of looking back at that, saying, "Okay, it's a little over the top." And I liked her playing off of of uh, Tila, so I did like her too. She was pretty cool. I I okay. So so for mine, I you, you guys kind of stole a lot of mine. So me, <laughs> me going last. Um, I'm I'm gonna bring up a few. Mark Hamill Skeletor, I thought was great. Um, evil for the sake of evil. His his villainy is just like that classic '80s. I'm evil because I've got a skull for a face. Like basically, <laughs> yeah. Um, that. Uh, 
Evil Lynn's whole thing was kind of interesting. Like, like I said, she had all this development, and it basically is immediately negated. <laughs> I to the still best think of that's going to come back, though. I don't think it is. Also, I, I feel she is. had some of the best lines, like talking about Man at Arms, saying like, "Oh, he man, you could deal with." Man at Arms was the most dangerous man in Eternia, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good point." Um, mm-hmm. I'm also going to say for my third one, because I, I mentioned um, Skeletor, Evil Lynn. So my third one, I'm gonna go with Cringer. Okay. I, okay. I, I I thought Cringer was cool because when you see him later on, he's not like he's come over some of his fear. Like he jumped in the way of that spear to grab it and everything. And his whole thing of like talking and everything, telling them like, you know, we have to team up. You know, we have no choice if you know, if the magic dies, Eternia dies. Like it, it was a really cool thing, because I, I liked the character and everything, and I like Tiger, so it was a nice little, oh, cool, talking Tiger, that's, like, also a battle cat, so. Can we do, like, a, what's that one where they do verses? We could do um, him versus Raja. I I think Battle Cat beats Raja from, um. um no, I didn't say Battle Cat, it said Krieger. Cringer. Cringer. How about Cringer versus Raja? I think he'd get tore up. We're, we're talking Raja from um, the Aladdin series, right? Um, duh. So just a regular <laughs> tiger versus a green and orange tiger. Who can talk. Who can talk. <laughs> he can talk. He can sing. Simpsons reference. There you go. We got one. Um... <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. You've derailed me completely. You're welcome. Um, no, I mean, like, like I said, I, I've i been told there's more going on with a lot of these characters and that, you know, this is just a taste of what they're going to do. And, I mean, if this was the appetizer, give me, like, the first course or the main course. Just, just give me more of this. Because, I, like I said, having no knowledge, I thoroughly enjoyed all of this. And, like... Yes, the the Orko thing was very sad. I did not expect them to go that route, but then it was like, okay, the gloves have come off. Where I are they know. going? With this? I was like, oh my god, they're killing me right now over here. So that was a shocker, um, Eric. What what did you think about the Orko's? I guess last stand. It was so. Tiring. I I thought it was fan. I thought it was fantastic. I love seeing a character who's kind of a joke character get his time to be truly serious and prove that he's not just there for laughs. Um, I thought he was brave. I thought he was magnificent. And it was yeah. really cool. Like as he was, as he was like, each time he made one of those rings that was getting the, the Skeletor esque devil or whatever, whatever that apparition was like the way it was like holding him back uh, to, to give the others the opportunity to escape. Like just, he would, you could tell like he, and the fact that he even got uh Evil and like sad about it. It was yeah. just sort of like you, you, it shows the effect that he had on that whole group right there. So I I loved it. I thought it was great. Like when when that when that ended, I was like, all right, that was uh, I need to stop for the night. So I know, and I was I was pumped, and I was sitting there still like just a tiny bit in the back. He maybe maybe the blast of of fly him push him out into the the portal, and I was oh yeah. Nope. No. No such luck. <laughs> no. Uh, 
No, I mean, I, I think they did a great job with that character. As, as Eric said, it's a joke character that kind of was just kind of there, but had his moments. And I think they delved a lot more into, like, the actual lore of these characters with, you know, them going to the underworld and having to face off against uh, Scare Glow, Glow, I believe was the character's name, is the, like, Skeletor-looking Yeah. Um, also, the the whole... I, I Sorry, I got a sidetrack real quick. The whole He-Man premise is weird because you've got like magic, but you also got technology, and they both and it, exist in the same world. And the thing is, though, you could, there are a lot of things that do that, like Final Fantasy. A lot of the Final Fantasies do that, mm-hmm. and I feel like it meshes well. I don't feel like it has ever, to me, meshed well in He-Man. It's like it seems very like sword and sorcery, but then you'll have like a robot there. Yeah, and it it always seems like to me like it clashes like it I, it to me it never melded and I'll see a character and I'm like oh that's a weird crossover character with He Man oh that's just that's just one of the characters there's He Man wearing basically like a loincloth and a and boots and a sword and then here's this guy with like full like robotic armor and a jetpack and I'm like what is going like it just it's it's it reminds me of like as being as a kid when you'd have like random like your random action figures fighting each other or teaming up or whatever, but then it'd be like, oh, it's a Superman and, you know, Dracula and this T-Rex that I have. And then it's like, oh, that's actually what the He-Man line is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. I I feel it works in the show because it doesn't ever truly explain any of it out enough. I mean, magic's vaguely explained, but the technology is left so weirdly up in the air Yeah, that I'm like, I, I feel it works. And like you said, it's just weird. Stuff like you got a robotic horse. And okay, I was thinking about this earlier today, and I, I've I've discovered something. You can sell me on a lot of stuff very easily. If you ever want a formula on how to sell me on something, here's a few key things. Put Greek or um Greek slash Roman mythology in it, sold. Put um, Norse mythology, sold, put any mythology sold, or have a character in a cloak. With a hood up, like a tattered cloak with a hood up with it blowing, I'm instantly like, go on. <laughs> I don't care what's going especially if it's the hero, because it's always like the villain's supposed to be all hooded and cloaked. And yes, it was a villain in, in the end for the He-Man thing, but that was cool. And I'm thinking back to like the Witcher and stuff for a lot of the promo stuff for the Witcher game. He, he had the cloak on, yeah. tatters and all, yeah. everything. And I'm instantly like, go on, I'm interested. Yeah. So, like I said, that entrance, that that intro to the character, even though it wasn't him, I was like, sold. I'm sold on this. Like, why is he in a cloak riding, riding a robotic horse? Why has he got those two people with him? This is <laughs> interesting. And then it wasn't even him. So I was like, oh, even more interesting. It's a robot decoy thing? What's going on? Like, that that, that, that first episode was great. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um. Also, I do like the nods to how cheesy the show was. Um, going back to the episode where they're having... The, in the episode where they're having the flashback to them fighting Mer, Merman. No, is it Merman? I know it's yes. not Merman. Uh, it is Merman? I, I think it is because Kevin Conroy voices him. Yes, uh, for anyone sitting there and going, just, why does that name I, sound familiar? He's the voice Mer, of Batman. Yeah, it is, it's Merman. Merman. Okay. I, I thought it was something like Man Mer or something even more <laughs> to the top. <laughs> Um, Kevin Conroy, for anyone who is scratching their head, voice of Batman from the Batman animated series, and basically Batman from, like, everything for the most part. Mostly the video games, too. Except for, I don't think he does the voice in one of them. Um, going back to that, but where, um, 
Skeletor and um, Evil Lana like talking about repainting the ship. Like just having a random side conversation, which that is very Kevin Smithy is to just have some random side com- nerd side conversation that has nothing to do with anything. I I like those little touches every now and then within the show and everything and how like after Skeletor left, a lot of the villains just went on to do random weird stuff, like um the Triclops be like making a machine cult. I don't know. I, 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 like I said, I have vague knowledge of these characters. So seeing them do anything, I was like, oh, that's interesting. That could have been just something their character would have done in the old series. I have no clue. But I was on board every time. So let's dive in a little bit to the voice actors. Because I think it's very important. And it's just fun to look through this to see all the people that are doing the characters. All right. So I do have them pulled up here. All right. Um, Hit us with a few, Ellie. So let's just... If, if you don't know them off the top of your head, I just want to see. So, obviously, Sarah Michelle Geller. I mean, you could just tell that was her. I didn't even need to look it up. I could hear it in her voice. Um, does anybody know who did the voice acting of the uh, Scareglow? Uh, sorry, I was looking up Sarah Michelle Geller stuff real quick. Because I'm trying to remember. Tony Todd. There you go. Yes. Okay, Tony Todd, why is that name ringing a bell with anybody? Well, it, I, I know it because I looked it up on Wikipedia. I'm looking at what he's been in and like nothing is ringing a bell for me. So like he's not sticking out to him. He, but do go on. I, I, I know where Ellie's going to grab this. Man? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Ellie's going to grab this from all of like horror movies and stuff <laughs> he's been in. I was like, he's Candyman. I knew as soon as I saw his picture, I was like, oh my God, I know who that is. That's awesome. Um, Phil Lamar was Hero. All right, yep. Phil Lamar, Eric. <laughs> do, do, He's yeah. like he, telling me banana. Uh, Phil Lamar is a. I mean, I know Phil Lamar from basically Futurama. Yes. Like just constantly in Futurama, um, everywhere in Futurama. I cannot remember. Like I try to remember if he's one that does like fifty voices or only like a few. And I feel and like we it's, saw that really cool. I think it's panel. just Hermes, but he might do like one or two other. He does like, additional random. ones, but Hermes is his main one. Um no, we saw a thing where they it was at um Awesome Con a few years ago where they had so a round cool. table. Yes. And it had the guy that does pink it, Eric's gonna name all these people by the way as I do this. Uh Pinky in the Brain. Um, um Wacko uh, Oh, uh, Rob, Rob, Rob Paulson? Yeah. Uh, Phil Lamar, the voice of Ash Ketchum, the American voice of Ash Ketchum. Like, a ton of these people were all, like, did, did like, a roundtable thing. Well, and, they did. They took a script. And read it. And read it, yeah. but just did it out of all their different characters. <laughs> As their voices. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just, it was so awesome. Um, Rob Paulson does does yeah. that on his on he has a podcast yeah yeah he does oh, that sometimes okay. it's like let's read it, it's like it's like he'll pick he'll pick like a famous movie scene but it'll be like oh i'm gonna read it was like i saw one where it was like him and i'm sure who it was and they're doing this the luke i you know i'm your father scene and it was he was doing darth vader but he was doing it as the brain and he was p- talking with <laughs> someone who was doing their and it was like it was like two Characters who had never met, but they were doing those those two characters, and then was, someone else was doing their characters. I can't remember who it was, but it was fantastic. That is awesome. Yeah, I mean, w- that was so cool when we saw that. Um, um, hold on. Before oh, yeah. you move on from Phil Lamar, there okay. is a great live-action thing he does that 
I swear is like a Jeopardy trivia question. Are you talking about Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction. You, you know, he gets his head blown off. <laughs> yes, Ellie. Remember the scene where they go to pick up the one guy and they're having a discussion, and John Travolta turns around. And, yeah. Oh man, you shot Marvin in the head. Yeah, he's like in the back seat. <laughs> yep, yeah. that's Phil Lamar. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, nice. Like it's it's just some it's it's a weird one that I don't think a lot of people know. Oh, also he was um back to Batman, Superman, stuff like that. He is um John is Stewart. He static shot. Yes, oh, that's right. But also John Stewart slash Green Lantern in the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited series. Also has featured voices in Final Fantasy, Infamous, Dead Island, Kingdom Hearts, and Mortal Kombat. And also Metal Gear. Yeah, big, big, big voice actor. Okay, and then for uh, Triclops was Henry Rollins, which I thought was hilarious. That's pretty funny. Um, give me a second. Oh, on that okay. One. Oh, you. Oh, I. Sorry, actors' names Rollins? don't ring bells sometimes for me. Oh, of course he was. Um, he was in. He was a voice actor for Batman Beyond. And he did music. Henry Rollins band. Sure. I'm very surprised. He was in not, Legend of Korra. I'm surprised you're not familiar with. Hmm. Okay, moving on. Um. Queen Marlena, Alicia Silverstone. Uh, wait, Black Flag? He was in Black Flag? That's where Henley... Ro- okay, never mind. I'm going to shut my mouth now because I'm... I Once again, there's a put my foot in my mouth moment. <laughs> and this is it, so I'm just going to move on. Anyways, what were you saying? Anyway, Ellen? Alicia Silverstone was Queen Marlena. She wasn't in it that much, though. Yeah, yeah just as a couple... She, just she was episodes. just in it enough to be like... That's our son, Randall. Randar. <laughs> um, Elena, Harley Quinn Smith. And, yes, that's Kevin Smith's daughter. Yes, I was going to say. Yes. 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 And then we've got um, Dennis Haysbert as King Grayskull. All right. And that would be... Let's see if I know his voice from anything else. See, you dropped this on me, and I was not prepared. I just had like, oh, Justin Long's in this. You should just see his face and know who he is. <laughs> Wait, he's he's um. He's in a lot of stuff. Oh, why am I not? Wait, he does a lot of video games, doesn't he? He was also in Kung Fu Panda. Right. He's done other stuff. Yeah. Um. And then, oh my! Hold on, wait a oh, second. Yes, Eric. He yes. was in Godzilla the series, the animated oh, like series. The, the, the animated series that followed up the '98 Godzilla. Yes, he yeah. was apparently um, general. He was apparently the general in that. So cool. Also, he's the voice of Kilowog in the Justice League series. So another callback to a lot of Justice League alums. And I guess here's where you're going with this. He's God in the Lucifer series. Is that where you're going with Ellie? Well, you know, I do love that series. Mm, it's pretty fascinating. Fun. Yes. Uh, Justin Long was Roboto. So, um, dude, you're getting Adele. <laughs> wow. I bet he'd be very happy to know that that's what you remember. No, 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 he no no no. He was not dude you're getting Adele. He I was thought, uh he, oh, was, yeah, he, he was, was Matt. He was back in Mac versus PC. PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's right. He wasn't. 
<laughs> I, I had to explain to somebody the dude you're getting Adele thing, though, a few days ago. And it, it oh. that made me feel old. Like, super, <laughs> super old. Explaining, like, yeah, there was this thing they did where it was like, you'd be like, dude, you get... Uh, it was like one of those moments where I was just like, I don't know how to do this. Um... Also, for a slight segue, he was also the main character in Drag Me to Hell, a Sam Raimi movie. Yay, I got a Sam Raimi reference. Yes, I have seen that one. It's a good one. Yep. Eric, have you seen Drag Me to Hell? I have not. Oh, you should. It's really good. <laughs> that's one where you, I'm not going to say the ending, but that's one where you go to the, you see the ending and you're like, oh man, that yep. sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very Sam Raimi though. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I know you like Evil Dead, so you'll be fine. Um, and then we've got... Uh, Unlike other people in this room. Uh, Diedrich Bader. <laughs> Diedrich Trapjaw. Oh. King and- Randor. Pilgrim number one. And The Father. Uh, Diedrich Bader. What? Uh, like you I said, you sent me... Um, Office Space. Oh, uh, wait. Wasn't he... Um, he's... He's, um... Oh, my gosh. Why can't I remember... Ah, uh, isn't he the guy that's in a uh, Drew Carey show? Yes. Okay. Oh wait, he's also uh, Batman then. Yeah, that's he's also the voice of Batman yeah, from the Harley saying, Quinn. You know a lot of these people. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you got to give me a minute on some of this stuff. Um, oh yeah, he's also in Space Force, that show that we were gonna talk about but never did because Eric, do you have any memory of Space Force being funny? Uh, I just remember it wanting to be funny and me kind of not really laughing at it that much so there you go wow that's our review of that congratulations wow, i'm gonna name great. this our review of space force yes also we talk about masters of the universe um chris wood of course he is the one that does he-man the main he-man slash adam um lena Heady is evil lynn mm-hmm. and um tiffany smith we already talked, well, we talked about the character. But you are Audra. missing one, ma'am. I haven't gone through all of them oh, okay. yet. Okay, you, you, you've made it sound like you were ending. <laughs> um, then Liam, Cumming, Cun- excuse me, Liam Cunningham is Man-at-Arms, Duncan, and the Hooded Pilgrim. Susan Eisenberg as the Sorceress. Griffin Newman as Orco. I swear I looked something up on this, so I'm going to recheck it real quick because I swear there was something having to do with this character. That I was like, oh, he's in that too. <laughs> uh, Kevin Richardson is Beastman. Um, Steven Root is Cringer slash Battlecat. And we've got Adam Gifford as Vicar. And. Um, you know what? I'm shocked that Battlecat, like yeah. the roar and stuff, was not done by. Um, oh. Fred Scooby-Doo. Why can't I remember the actor's name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Frank Welker. Yes. If Who knows? It might have been done by Frank Welker. Jason Mewes is stinking. There you go. There's the one I was waiting <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah, I figured that was it. If, if, if it's something being done by Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes is somewhere involved. Um, And then Alan Oppenheimer as Mossman. I liked Mossman. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I did too. He wasn't he wasn't in it much, but he I thought he was a really really cool character. He, yeah. he had great. He had he had like the two moments he was in were great moments. So yeah. well done. I, I liked him being in it. Uh, a really stunning cast yeah. to be honest. Like yeah. 
I know that there's a lot of people that do voice acting stuff, but they like they there's a lot of them that popped up in this. So, um, definitely thumbs up for the voice cast. I mean, Mark Hamill, of course, is Skeletor, so right. Luke, um, Joker. I feel this is. I can see elements of the Joker in his Skeletor, but it's just different enough that I'm like, it's its its own thing, in my opinion. Maybe that's just me. Mm-hmm. Dead silence. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right. No, we, awesome. said, we said, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, 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 you're um, acknowledging this by agreeing with me. So I do want to talk about this with this series, uh, the animation style. Yay, nay from you guys. Yay. I thought it was fine. I thought it was the, I thought it kind of like it was an up, basically an upgraded version because the '80s stuff just looks super cheap, and they made it on a cheap. They had to make it on a cheap budget. As long as they were selling toys, they didn't care. Um, so I think it was a continuation. It doesn't. It, it looks modern. If you watched it continuing on from the show, it would just kind of look like a better version of that. Like I thought it looked a little better, and I, I think it's fine. It, I think it was also fine what they did with Shira, kind of going in a completely different art style. But mm-hmm. I think. That's also fine, but I think for this one, the continuation of that, they're kind of being the main series, uh, He-Man being the main series, I think I think it worked fine for what, what they did. Alright, the reason I wanted to bring that up is because the studio, I mean, the animation studio that does this is American Animation Studio. They're based out of Austin, Texas. They are Powerhouse Animation Studio. They have 59 employees, which I find very impressive for the amount yeah. of stuff they they yeah. do. Because, wow. um, I mean, aside from doing a ton of commercials for everyone from Pepsi to Disney to MetLife to Old Spice and several other things. Also doing a ton of video games, uh, Mortal Kombat X, uh, Epic Mickey, Darksiders 2. I'm mentioning all this to lead into the TV series they do. And... Stuff that I would like to do episodes on, starting with, they were the ones that did the Castlevania series nice. for Netflix. Uh, also, within that same vein, the Blood of Zeus, which is both uh, Blood of Zeus and uh, Masters of the Universe are currently still running. Um, Castlevania has come to its quote-unquote end, even though there are talks of them doing a follow-up series to it focusing on some of the characters that we were given in the series. I would love to do a Castlevania because I feel that that series is amazing. And as someone who's only vaguely played the games, I I would love to have somebody on that's played them a lot more or that has even the most vaguest amount of knowledge because it that hooked me. And the animation, I believe, for that series is phenomenal. And this... This is great, but I, I completely agree with Eric. It's very much like they just took the old animation and just updated it and made it look modern in the version of it. Um, as we already established, Adam does not look like He-Man when he's not He-Man. Um, yeah. It was also pointed out when they were in heaven, uh, quote-unquote, that he was the only champion to not use his champion form. Right. Which was like, I guess, like a how pure he was as the right as the thing, and then and then for it to all end with him just coming back just to get stabbed by Skeletor. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. And now Skeletor's like He Man got got He Man powers. I don't know. It just sucked for to end right on that note. Like I yeah, 
Do we do we know when the next nope. chunk of episodes? Is coming I'm, out? I'm okay. double checking right now to see. And I didn't know now that it's out if they if they had said something because I yeah the the way they ended that I was like oh my like that's I got to see the next uh, the next bit because I, I got to know what happens. Uh, so all it says is the season is set to be released in two parts. First of which premieres on Netflix, July twenty third, twenty twenty one. It is not saying when the other release is. Uh, as for the tomatoes of this, ninety six percent tomatoes. Great. Rating. Awesome. That's pretty. I, I don't. I never look at their stuff for TV shows, so I don't know if that's high or low. Eric, you 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 seem to look at tomatoes a lot. It's that's pretty good for for a TV show. Um, I think they tend to, because I, I feel like shows that air week to week, they tend you see the the rating kind of fluctuate. And I think they might do it episode by episode. I could be wrong, but I think when it's all kind of released at once, like this was, they tend to do sort of an average of the entire thing. So either way, that's a very good for a TV show. I'm, I'm checking it right now to see if it's changed. I want to also see if you're checking it right now, see if the audience score, because apparently that is where a lot of the controversy has. Well, applied. I mean, I, I know that there is stuff I have zero interest in looking it up because I'm like, well, but I, the problem is I have looked some of it up and the problem, well, that's your own fault at this point, Ellie. <laughs> The the problem is is the thing that they're complaining about is the fact that it's not focused around He Man. That's that's been the biggest complaint is it's they're feeling robbed that this is a He Man show with no He Man, and that's why I said I think that's kind of ridiculous because number one He Man is literally in every single episode, um, and number two it's not called He Man. It's called Masters of the Master of the Universe. So it's not I mean, I'm just saying. And it's one of the I, I've been thinking about that too, because like I sit there and I'm like, on the one hand, He Man's not in the title, you're right. On the other hand, when you hear Masters of the Universe, you automatically think He Man. So it's like it's that it's that whole like I see I don't see because I don't agree with it. I can see where they might someone might get mad thinking they were going in for a He Man show. But it's true. Ultimately, that He Man's not in the title. It's called Masters of the Universe, and we're learning more about the Masters of the Universe. Exactly. So, so all you nerds out there, stop being little babies. And if you don't want to watch it, then don't watch it. Whoa! All right, going back <laughs> real quick, because I was able to find He Man in the Masters of the Universe, the series from two thousand two, has a average audience score of ninety seven percent. This is also going off of a thing that was out and available prior to the prior to tomatoes being rated. So I don't know how I take that. And apparently, uh, four oh four not found. Sorry, please try again. Is what I keep getting when I try to look up the He Man Master. I mean, the Master of the Universe. So I can't even see the updated stuff. Maybe they took it down temporarily. Who knows? So I, 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 as okay, once again, Transformers, do I care what Michael Bay did with Transformers? No. It's his interpretation of it. It doesn't ruin anything I have. And everyone's like, well, this, this," and it's like, yeah, it gave an ending to it, but who cares? You can still go watch the old series. 
I still say to this day, and I'm not trying to open this can of worms, but let's open this can of worms, that the worst thing that could have ever been done was the um, remastering of Star Wars. Because what did they do? They legitimately took away the originals, and you can't find them anymore. So everyone is like, oh, well, this... It's like, you still have the old version to go back to. Star Wars, you can go back to the old version if you have a VCR or are lucky enough to have DVDs, but you can't see it in high or, definition. if we're going to talk about the worst remake of a show is the M. Night Shyamalan version <laughs> of Avatar. Sorry. Yeesh. That's a movie. And what, yes. What, oh. it, it was a, yes. But but I the only thing I can say is, and like I've said this a million times, it's it's an interpretation of the show by Kevin Smith. If you don't like it, that's cool. If you like it, awesome. But it's his interpretation of it and i think that's great that you know it's fun to see sometimes these reboots and stuff just to kind of see a different take it would be boring if it was exactly the same thing i i'm a fan of it like i said i had only vague interest in the original series um actually on that note you know who i should bug and get back to you guys about up wait i okay i did get the oh my god I did get the the tomatoes yeah. for yeah. Master of the Universe season one. Um, critics review certified fresh has the little sticker, so it is a fresh tomato. Ninety four percent. Anyone want to take a guess at where Ellie? You can't. So it Eric, doesn't take even a matter. Guess. I didn't need to see that because I've seen all the bitching on the internet about it. So Eric, where <sighs> do you think the audience score lies right now? More 30. or less. <laughs> More 35. or less, more 35. or less than than our grading of Jurassic World. Who negative one billion? Oh, Jurassic World. Sorry, I think Jurassic World. I I don't know. Like, I I think it's like in the thirties. Maybe am I too high? Too low? Let me know. Thirty seven. You were two points <laughs> off. So uh, I mean, give it time. I mean, this is at the time of recording that it's at thirty seven percent. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I don't think yeah. that's deserved at it, all. No. Absolutely not. Everyone, you need to get a life. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if you're going to, I mean, it's you can have your opinions, but it's not 37% bad. No. When, yeah. It's the same people who said that She-Ra, the new She-Ra, ruined the original. It's like, look at the terrible animation that was hawk. That was basically 30-minute commercials hawking toys to you. Like, come on. <laughs> um, this didn't ruin anything. And if it did, then you've had a very sad life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. As I said, I'm a huge Transformers fan, the Michael Bay stuff. <laughs> we I, should look up. What was the score for Jurassic um, World? World th- No, let's just Jurassic Park 3. Let's look that one up because I swear if that's higher. That is just. I I, I want to give Eric a quick comparison, real quick, <laughs> just so he can rage. Though we cannot. Um, Loki season one, ninety two percent, so certified fresh tomato. Audience score eighty five. Eric, I will understand if I have to bleep out your response. I haven't seen you it want... yet. Be careful. <laughs> you you want what my my audience review is? Sure. What was I looking up for, in the for, meantime? Why he for, 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 for Loki for Jurassic Loki Park I, three? What was the for me? I mean, I that's a hard one to do because I put it at like sixty. Sixty sixty tomatoes. 
50 to 60, somewhere in that. Well, somewhere at least in that it's range. better than 37. Yeah, it's not 37. <laughs> it's just... However, if you if you if it's just the just the one episode that I really liked, like that would be up in like the nineties for sure. Fair enough. All right, let's see here. Um, no, because we already did. So, so you want Jurassic Park three, yes. which is the one that okay, Jurassic Park three. Oh, <sighs> okay, okay. Oh. That is a Rotten Tomato, forty nine percent, and audience. <laughs> Audience 36. score is 36. So it got 1% higher than the audience score for Jurassic Park 3. Ugh. Yep. Yep. So um, once again, you know, people can say what they want to about critics. Can I say something? Go ahead. I'm gonna, it's okay. I'm always the one to say, like, the, the B word um, thing. Do you know all these people that scored it a 37? Do you know who they are? If you say neckbeards, I'm going to have to edit that. <laughs> no! What is wrong with you? Do you know who these people are? They're the annoying-ass people that cried about Mass Effect 3. Oh, God. We got to Mass Effect. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what it... It's those annoying gamer... Mass Effect didn't end the way I wanted it to. The whole series is screwed. They're awful. Yes, that that it's the same fans. I guarantee you are the ones that gave it a thirty-seven. Um. Okay. So so not 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 to get too much into controversy, but just a great way to end this episode. (laughs) Eric, if the internet existed back in the day, would Samus be a female or not? (laughs) Um. Because. I can see the, re- the question. No, 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 I'm just saying <laughs> if it was revealed at, at the end, people would be like, I don't, I, I thought Simmons was a guy. Why is it a girl? Mer. I don't want to play as a girl. Eh. I can see people. I don't think, I don't it. think it would have been an issue. Okay. Whatever. Um, as a quick side <laughs> note, um, on something that, that is both scoring amazingly well, uh, do everyone do yourself a favor. Go watch suicide squad. It's good. It's really I'm good. Think, I'm thinking about because uh, I keep forgetting it's on HBO Max too, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. no, I might. I'm as tired as I am. I don't feel like doing the rest of the night after we record, so I might pop that in. It's okay. So anyone, it, I'm Ellie. I'm looking at you, Ellie. Yeah. Ellie, I'm looking at you. Yeah. You do not have to know what's going on in the DC universe. Like you don't have to watch Justice League. You don't have to be up to date. There's just a few references you're just gonna not know about. What are you, you talking about? I've oh, you're talking about because I haven't seen the nine-hour version of Justice League. Yeah, no, I mean it. Oh. It take it basically they they gave James Gunn the ability to make a movie in the DC universe, and he took the most obscure batch of people. I did hear there was a cameo of a new Guardian in it. Is that true? What? I heard there was a cameo of like a new character. Not Guardian. I'm sorry. A, a, a character in there of like something else. Possibly. I read it somewhere that was like a. All I know is, uh, if you're a big John Cena fan, you get to see him in Whitey Tidy. So, I mean, oh, I've seen his bare ass and cop blockers. That is an actual movie too. So I was about to be like, what movie? And I was like, oh wait, <laughs> was the. I saw that wonderful gym in the theater. <laughs> Thanks. Um, what was it called? 
Oh, movie pass. Yes, thanks, movie no, pass. No, movie pass. Uh, <laughs> we, har- we hardly knew you. Yes. <laughs> uh, Eric, did you ever get movie pass or not? I feel like you didn't. I did reason. not get movie pass because I was always like, I think this is the week it's going to go under. And then eventually that it happened. Although I was the recipient of several movie pass tickets from you yep. that you got just because you're like, I'm not going to be able to go, but I want to get my money's worth. And I can't remember what the movie was, but you like went by, got a ticket for that <laughs> night. Like you had to work and you gave me the ticket. And I couldn't go. So I think I still have that ticket at my desk. It work. was a bad. Okay. So basically <laughs> can, what it can, was. can we say what dumb decision Zinger did versus what smart decision Ellie did? Wait for what thing for movie pass. Go ahead. So, the I'm reason to remember. the reason why Zinger had those tickets is because Doofus over here bought a year subscription to it versus doing month to month like All I right. did. Um. So here was my retaliation for that, <laughs> as as me being I I me basically being like I'm going to be the cause of this company to go under. Um. <laughs> when they're like, we're only limiting you to X number of tickets a week. I would just go and buy, like, I would max out my number of tickets I could buy every week. Just, and if I couldn't go see the movie, I'd just hand them to, like, people at work or someone. I'd be like, oh, you want to go see a movie? Here you go. Here's a ticket. Yeah, because I was the like, extra nail in the coffin. Yes, I, I was like, you know what? After all, I'm just going to make sure that I get my money's worth out of this, even if I'm not even utilizing it. And there was, there was a golden period of time where, like, it was awesome. It was great. Yeah. I got to see some awesome movies in the theater, and then it just went downhill so fast. Yep. I forgot I did do a year subscription to it. Yeah. Huh. Well, the more you learn. Uh, Speaking of which, don't forget, if you want to learn more about us and weird segues like that, don't forget to email (laughs) us your questions. Uh, We will be doing that very, very soon. I have something I would like to pitch to our listeners. Okay, go ahead. And I mentioned this to you, kind of, I had an idea, and this could be, I don't know if this could be a main one, or Patreon, if we want everyone to do it, maybe not. So, there's been a big resurgence lately with the, the monster serials. There's Count Chocula and Frankenberry, all those and stuff like that. And there's this new one out that's like a mixture of all of them. So, I was sitting there looking, and there's, of the five they have, there's Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, Fruit Brute, and Fruity Yummy Mummy. Besides Count Chocula, they are all fruit ones. And I'm like, I want to hear some ideas for new monster cereals. With the challenge being you can't use fruit flavors or chocolate just for Count Chocula. I want to hear some of your monster cereal ideas, and I want to talk about them. You know what, Ellie? Is that a Patreon, or can we just do that regularly? Only if you explain how you make each bowl of cereal, though. (laughs) Wait, Eric, have you ever heard how Ellie makes cereal? I know how Ellie makes cereal. Ellie, you it haunts how- me at night. What? What is so wrong <laughs> with Explain how. Explain. Okay, you have a bowl in front of you. Ugh. There is a spoon. There is milk, one percent, and there is insert so, cereal name. Hold on. Do you ready? Ready. Do you like your cereal to be crunchy? I don't eat cereal that much, so that's more of a question for Eric and our dear listeners. Or do you prefer listeners. it to be soggy? Well, if you prefer it to be crunchy, I have the best plan for you. You take your bowl okay, with your already milk in it. 
You, you, so you pour the milk in you first. Pour, yes. There's an empty bowl. You are pouring yes. milk into that empty you bowl. You are basically, if you're drinking a glass of milk, just pour it in the bowl instead. Okay? So you okay. have your fresh, cold milk in the bowl. And then you just take a little bit at a time and pour it in there and eat the cereal. So every bite is fresh and crisp like when you first poured it in the bowl. You don't have any of that nasty sogginess and it still flavors the milk enough. So for those people that enjoy that drinking the milk after they're done eating the cereal because it has that flavor to the milk, you still have that. You're not missing out with that either. I'm just saying it's the perfect way to eat cereal. Okay, if I may take a moment. Patrons, if you want to withdraw your funding, I completely (laughs) understand. Uh, (laughs) I I would like to take a quick moment to address... um, the the jury for the trial that this that this is exhibit b for because exhibit a is some lego set that i've been beaten over the head with so for exhibit b this is why she's crazy everybody anyways judge soggy cereal it's gross hey to each their own i say except for that On 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 that note, I just I, saw a red dot hit my forehead from somewhere outside. So I, <laughs> I kind of had to say that. Um, uh, on on that note, uh, I I think that, I think that is a good idea. I'm I'm not a big cereal fan. Ellie obviously is. I just I don't know. It's just <laughs> I love cereal. I love Captain Crunch. I love it too. End of list. I love it too. I think for me, I just don't let it sit fast enough to get. Soggy, I am a slow so. eater, though. That's yeah, the I'm, problem. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm not a slow eater, so I pour my cereal, pour my milk, everything gets some milk on it, and it's usually gone in like two, three minutes tops. So, Well, see, then I understand. I wouldn't do it the way I do it if I were you either, because you eat it fast enough. But Yeah, because if you, yeah, you go slow, it all gets all soaked up and soggy. I get that. Yeah, see? See? Don't justify her, her thing, <laughs> whatever it is that she does. Um <laughs> Anyways, where can people find more from you, Eric? And where can people tell you about their cereal ideas? Well, you can find me at Eric Berg. That's the one you should send cereal things to. And at Backlog Berg. But I want to discuss this on the show more because I, I, I have some ideas, things I was thinking of when I was going through the grocery store earlier. So. I, I, You know what? You were going through the grocery store staring at cereal. I was staring off in the middle of distance for no apparent reason today, too. So. I completely understand. It was I was on my bike, so I should have been paying more attention. Um, and we wow. passed each other. Yes, I I did. We 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 had a moment there. Um, Ellie. Oh, S- sorry. I just had a Lego problem. I that came out loud, and I didn't mean to. Anyways, you can find Zygnus wherever you find great podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram, so check that out. And, of course, you can go to Patreon if you want to hear more food-related discussions. We might just do that cereal. You know, we should do that cereal one as a main one. I will allow 15 minutes of an episode. 15 minutes of an episode. It could be a cereal corner. uh, You know what? We should do a cereal killer episode. Oh. As in, what would kill these other monsters? Not as in, like, you know, a... Cereal so we her. could do a um, battle royale of all the villains from the cereals. You mean all the characters? Yeah, like the the Halloweeny ones, like Chalk. Count Chocula. Yeah, versus Booberry. Who would win? And then you, Eric. 
I'm, I'm sorry. Saying. Ellie just usurped your idea and came <laughs> up with a way better one. Well, you can still talk about the, the... You can incorporate it all together as one full episode. On, on one full serial-based episode. Well, I think yes. we, I think we need to fill it out, too, because there's only five of them. So that already makes it kind of an uneven number. So I think we each need to present ours and see what our, our dear listeners submit to us and then create like a big battle royale from there. Yeah, see? Interesting. I like it. All right. Um, it. Thanks for joining us for more nerdy to- I mean, join us next week for more nerdy topics. Maybe we'll be discussing uh, Suicide Squad. Maybe we'll be discussing what if. That'll be out next week. Anyways, bye. show.